Hi everyone, it's Bankole here. During this episode, you're going to hear us talk about our upcoming newsletter. So please sign up. The link will be in the description to this episode. Uh, mainly, I'm just here to let you know that once you sign up, there'll be a confirmation email that should obviously hopefully come to your inbox, but it might be in your spam. So please check your spam as well. And yeah, uh, please enjoy this episode. Okay, now that we're recording, um, rank all your is taking guests from top to bottom go. Are you First. doing cocaine? <laughs> Did you just, I mean, we saw the other guy, was that in this red line or what line was that? <laughs> We still don't do crack on the Oh, brain. the guy that was smoking crack. So I don't know if crack. you got oh some gosh. of the secondhand, you know, residue of that because... To be a good explanation for my for my activities, for my actions. Um, are you ready to cook? I'm going to let you cook. It's just you and I. Markley. You haven't been on the pod in a oh while. I'm just going to let you cook, man. Okay. A woman comes and the person asking her if she's ready to cook. I thought we had moved past this, but it's okay. You want to take us Why to 1950 we... again. But why would we have crack moved past this? Women pandemic. have their roles. I am providing, you are cooking. These are just like what things that What have you provided? Bankale, real quick, mention what you provided. In the last six months, just mention one thing you provided for any woman. Nothing, but that is not okay. the point. That's not the point. Don't the point stop. is that it's my job to provide. Whether I'm good at it does not, does not matter. If it's you just, don't get to the job. point in five minutes, I'm leaving this Well, that would just not be fair. <laughs> just, anyway, okay, let's start. Are you ready to start? I have been ready. I don't understand what that whole tangent was about. But again, if you don't look for trouble, you will die. Quite literally. So <laughs> that tracks. Okay. Okay. Let's start. I hope my audience because you know I'm recording from Africa. And some of us are not using my just... <laughs> well, just, you know, hopes and dreams is always to record. So just I revive your, that. Your audio is fine. Again. It sounds it sounds African, but it's fine. I mean, I don't hate myself, so I'm good with South African. Um, I think work out whatever issues you have on your end. May I share with you a story of complete and utter failure? Oh. Hello and welcome back to the Popcorn for Dinner podcast. I'm Bankole Mokwede and today... As we continue our 2023 wrap-up, we're discussing, well, frankly, the best show on TV right now. And we've got a special guest to do it. She's coming back. Well, I haven't even, no, can we, can we stop? I haven't even, like, introduced you yet. Yeah, like, but... This is, I, you are not the host. You you are not the host. Like, How does stop clapping... Hosting. How does stop clapping... You are interjecting. You are interjecting. If you don't give me stop, a drum roll, stop I'm hosting. not... Uh, okay. Stop I'm just going to be silent for the rest of this podcast. You don't give me a drum roll. How likely is it for you to stay silent for, for 50 minutes? Wow. So you're like, as a woman, why can't you shut I'm up? I'm just... I, That's yeah. why you took it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So... Don't worry. You me. see how well I'm able to be silent. Joining me to go over this incredible second season of The Bear. Coming back into our lives, like Claire in the grocery store. Guys, please say a big welcome to the one, the only, the host extraordinary... She's still trying to figure out how fridge doors work. It's Chenasa Nukam. Chenasa, thank you. Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for helping me, frankly, and um, stop doing drugs. It's so fun, though. Fair. Like, I can't argue with that. You know, I don't have that. Yeah, I mean, so I don't this really life's only really one. Like. Fair. And you're trying to end it as soon as possible. Whatever is on the other side cannot be worse than what's here. Mm, okay. Well. If you back yourself, what can I say? 
Um, Charles, welcome back. Like I said, like it was the hey, third, ep- our third episode that me. you were on. Our third episode. Yeah, that our mutual friend said the audio was trash, which fair, I agree with him. Yeah, but that was like so long ago. <laughs> I know. That was like, Look at that the growth. So Look at the growth. I, I mean, growth is subjective, but yeah, that was like, what, it's February 2021? The podcast has years. grown. And I mean, you've had some industry heavyweights, you know? Literally had... Double yeah, well entendre. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> well done. So, I'm proud of the pod, man. It's doing well. And um, yeah, shout out to you, Banky. Minus the drugs, you're doing good. Just I'm like you. The drugs, the drugs help so much. Okay, Barker, let's move on this tangent. Thank you. You are the one that keeps on bringing it Let's up. Um, I said it to you in confidence. Okay. No. Um. Obviously, like, look. Anyone who doesn't know Chinasa, go check out. Like, let's be honest. You're on this. Listen to this podcast because you know Chinasa is. It's not the other way around. But for the two listeners Marcale, who are, reg- down. Marcale, who are regular down. listeners, I don't know who Chinasa is. Please so, go check out her YouTube channel. Go check out her socials. Um, she has two conversation shows one is a dating show one is a show where she just talks to people because chanasa likes to talk as you'll find out on this podcast uh but look all the episodes are great speaking of industry heavyweights she has some some people that like i remember when she told me it was like expressions on this what expressions on this show this week and i was like why are you lying to me and then i saw the video and i was like okay well again those that have faith yeah. thank you those that don't have faith stop doing drugs you see you keep going back to this thing I, I feel like i just told it to you in confidence i didn't i didn't actually think that you keep on saying this thing like my father listens to this I'm podcast just, i don't know why you tried to tell the whole world that i told you things and you thought i was a liar but it's okay let's move on okay anyway but yes please 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 go check out her shows if you have a how many episodes of is this take in including the specials Ooh. so our first season we had four our second season yeah. we had ten six specials Oh, I thought it was six plus two specials. I thought it was six plus two So I guess it was eight plus two specials. Like it's like okay, come okay, okay. Four plus ten. You got that fourteen. Our third season, we had eight episodes and one special. So fourteen plus eight, I want to say twenty-two. Twenty-three. And then plus one twenty-three. Yeah, I broke down the math in my brain. Can try to disgrace myself. Please check. By the time this is. By the time this is coming, I don't know how many episodes of Conversation with Friends will be out, but enough. So please check all of those out. Um, yeah, I like. I think both shows are just a good accompanying piece because there's like, obviously, it's easy to take and have the, the dating premise, but like Conversation with Friends is just, well, like Conversation with Friends. So please check those out. Um, yeah, and then we're going to talk about the bear. But before all of that, if you're new to the podcast, thank you for listening. Please, please, please rate and review on whatever platform you're listening on. Um, clearly Spotify and Apple Podcasts that really really helps us beat the algorithm so please give us five stars on Spotify give us five stars on Apple Podcasts you can even review as well put on Apple Podcasts uh, we are currently doing our 2023 wrap up so last week AU and TMT were back to talk about our five favorite TV episodes of the year that was a really fun podcast so please check that out and next week they will be back to talk about my top 10 TV shows of the year I give my top 10 and we go through all of them so please check all of that out if you're one of three people that watches for all mankind we cover the second half of the season in december and beginning of january so please check that out if you don't know about the show but you've heard about it and i give like a spoiler free pitch on why you should be watching the show so please check that out in december as well um oh final bit of begging 
I'm planning on starting a newsletter in a couple of months, so please subscribe to that on our platform, on our Woo! website. Um, okay, the, the yeah. link will be in the uh, description of wherever you're listening to this. Um, yeah, just be like a fun thing where maybe I talk about other shows that you could be watching that we're not covering on the podcast, or I give my longer thoughts on shows, like articles and things like that. So, yeah. Should be a fun year. House of Dragons is coming back. Industry is coming back. So, I'm sure we'll have lots of stuff to talk about this year. Okay. Chinata, The Bear. This is the Hulu Strick Disney Plus show. I don't know where to start. Okay, let me start from the obvious place. Why do you like this show? Why do you like The Bear? Again, I, even that question, I'm like, is even you saying start from the obvious question, I'm like, there's so many layers. Okay, how did it come to your right? life? How did The Bear well, come can, to your life? No, I can answer why I like it. And I just answer, I guess, the different levels. There's so mm-hmm. many things to love about this show. And I feel like, as someone going on a journey to create anything, accomplish anything, yeah. having any sort mm-hmm. of dream, there is not a better show this year to sort of literally be a guide on that journey. To be like, I don't think it's a better show ever. Exactly. That just um, does a deep dive into what it what it is like to build anything. Like, as mm-hmm. in, I build anything worthwhile. I build anything at a certain quality level and be someone that cares about the quality level and cares about details and cares about execution. It just does such a great job. The directing is sublime. The writing is phenomenal. The character development, especially this season, so good. And then also the characters are just like well fleshed out. Like they feel like real people. Um, mm-hmm. They draw you in. The storyline, I just like the story things about the show I love. Like even the way they tell the story, I'm like, this is just storytelling, premium storytelling. The amount of things that they foreshadow and then come back to, I'm just like, bro. Return to everybody that did that, like was involved with the making of this. And I think yeah. another thing I really enjoy, I really enjoy niche things in the sense of like, okay, this is the show about cooking, and like, it's really you really get into like this. Actually, what it's like to be a chef in Chicago. This is really what really yeah. it's like to try and be a chef that get a re- to be a restaurant owner that gets a star. So like, I like when things go into detail, right, about a specific thing. You like when you're brought into a world. Exactly. Like, so I was like, the world feels, they did a great job building out the world. It doesn't feel like imaginary. It feels very real. Mm-hmm. Um, and just about everything going on, it never feels disjointed. So like the pacing is great. Those again, storytelling, just sublime. And um, the quotables, even when you started by saying, <laughs> can, I, can I tell you a story about complete anatomy? Like, there are so many lines this season that I'm like, bro, bro. Yeah. Do you ever think about um, purpose? <laughs> I'm like, per- there's so many oh, lines I can, I can go into, but let me just leave you to. So I mean, I think we'll go into that because voice. I think there's, there's one that you and I both really love, which is from that conversation between yep. Richie and Kami, where she's like, this because I'm good at it, it does not mean I, or because I love it, it does not mean it's fun because it Bro. is not fun. Uh, I mean, lots of things you've mentioned. Let me just quickly pick one of. I mean, first of all, my follow up question was going to be how close does this hit to home? So we can we can skip that. Um, no, we can, we, you can still ask. Okay, how close does it hit to home? Very close. Very close. Very close. <laughs> like, uh, so close. like right right next door. Bro, I watched it at like I had watched it and rewatching mm-hmm. it. I'm just like, bro. And that's another thing I love. And another thing I'm also very proud of with my work as well. Anything that has good replay value, I'm like, 
this is just good. Like, I feel like yeah. I can watch it again in six months and it will still hit because yeah. I was and watching... they use different characters. Normally, maybe they use the lead character to do that. Maybe they use the, they use every character to tell the story. And I'm mm-hmm. just like, I find that brilliant. In, and n- none overpowers the other, right? Like, it's, it, you still feel invested in everybody's journey and yeah. in everybody's um, growth and stuff. So it's just really, really well done, honestly. Um, speaking about the specificity of the world and the proficiency there, she mentioned that Christopher Storer, who created that more than that in a second, created the show. I think his sister is like a chef and she plays, she's oh. a consultant on the show. That was the next and thing I was going to say. Matty Matheson, who plays yes. FAC, is like a world-renowned chef and chef, everything. So exactly. That says everything. Um, a quick... I mean, oh, by the way, I should mention, uh, we spoke about Bear in 1 last year. AO, TMT, and I is on the feed. Please check that out if you want to. The Bear came out in that, like, April-May time when, like, all the shows were coming out because they're trying to make the Emmys window. So I think the Bear came out just after the Emmys window because Bear Season 2 is for next year. So I was still in the process of like watching and recording and editing episodes on the uh, on Succession, Barry, Yellow Jacket, all of that. So I didn't really watch the bear when it first came out. So I waited a few weeks, obviously, when things had calmed down. All the shows were over. All, I'd said goodbye to to the Roys, and then I started watching like the first watching the bear, like the first three episodes. I got to the fourth episode. This is the episode when Marcus is in Copenhagen. Copenhagen and his conversation conversation with. Um, Will Porter's character. Will Porter's character, and I was like, okay, I stopped. I was like, I'm gonna start this season again. I was like, you know what? I have been too distracted because of other shows. I'm just gonna stop, give it a week, and I'm just gonna start from episode one again. Because like, I feel like I am. And back to you said about rewatch value. Like, if I could do that on a dime, I was like, I feel like I have not given this enough attention. So I just yeah. went back and I watched the entire season again. Um, so the bear is created by Christopher Stora who we mentioned this last year as well, he's worked on basically all my favorite things. I, I didn't realize how involved he was in just so many things. Like he worked on Dickinson, he worked on Hassan Minaj's Patriot Act. He's done a few of Bob Burnham's stuff. Like he's, he, I think he worked on Dave as well. He worked on Rami. And then this season, he just kind of got in more people that I love. Like Rami Youssef directs an episode this season, the Copenhagen episode. He, um, yeah. Rene Gube, who who I know from working on Crazy Ex Girlfriend, is there as well. It's just like Hiro Murai, Hiro Murai, who obviously blew up from from Atlanta, but done things like Barry. He worked on Barry. He worked on Station Eleven. I'm just like okay, you just literally got all my favorite people together. It, just like Avengers assembled. It's like oh, wow. Um, okay, should we start? Should we talk about where we left off our characters, or is there something you want to touch on before? Um, there was a part, and you kind of touched on uh, Marcus's conversation with Will Paulter's character. And mm, okay, yeah, let's do that. Team asking, he was like, bro, like, basically, how did you get here? Like, how did you be to be this good? And the guy said, you know, I fucked up a lot. And Marcus goes, that's mm. the secret, just fuck up. And he's like, I think it might be. And I'm like, yeah, bro, just keep on it's failing. such, it's really important, like, that we keep saying that. Because I think people look at people that, they're inspired by what they think are cool, or they think have achieved so many things, and they just think they're impervious to L's, right? They just think that they just arrived this like good, this detailed, this precise, this excellent. And it's just like there's no avoiding L's. And that's like a big thing I had to remind myself as well of this year. I just feel like it's really important to just continue saying that, like, really and truly, if you want to be a master of anything, you have to just go through, go through it. 
whatever that is, yeah. the good, the bad, all of it. And then just be intentional about actually learning and growing. And Marcus's Ma- arc, I think, was a big, I mean, I guess that's a that's the big entire message with that. Because even him going to Copenhagen, right? Yeah. It's just like, it wasn't because, oh, he was not doing well or there was nothing. It's just like, bro, expand your mind. Expand. Like, you have to be addicted to leveling up if you want mm-hmm. to get to anything excellent in this life. And I feel like everybody in that organization sort of understood that concept. And that's only why it can work. Which leads me yeah. to like another tangent of like, you have to almost be crazy to do certain things and you have to actually surround yourself with crazy people because if not, people will be telling you, oh, this is not possible. Because from the first episode, when they outline everything they have to do, it's like, bro, there's no way this makes sense. Like, there's no way this is getting done. And that's the other thing as well. Like, it's actually not enough to be excellent and um, Like, hmm. without Nat, without Marcus, without even Richie going on his own, mm-hmm. whatever, everything doesn't come together the way it comes together. And even that coming together was still with so many fuck-ups. So I just yeah. love that it's very realistic in that way. Um, I mean, I sort of dive into another tangent now because I'm like, no, I mean, I just so on things. what you said about surrounding your people with with surrounding yourself with insane people. Obviously, whenever I'm doing any film stuff, everyone there is like to do film stuff. You really actually do film stuff without being paid. You really have to be stupid about it. But with the podcast specifically, because we now okay, like we want to do things to evolve the podcast, and everyone else, uh, everyone who's involved with podcasts are people that have proper well-paying nine-to-five jobs. jobs and i'm like yeah so we, i look around when, when we have a meeting and we, we draw a plan i look around and i'm like guys this is the time now when we can't stop this i need someone to tell me that we should stop this and everyone is unfortunately unfortunately just as stupid I'm like no let's go do this and it's yeah. why you say like you just need everyone else to be as insane and as oblivious yeah. as you to actually make all these things happen my best part of that um conversation with real porter which you kind of alluded to is when I think Marcus was like, just how do you do? And he basically like, you can practice and practice and practice and practice and learn everything. But like, you need to go out. You exactly. need to have experiences. You just need exactly. like, you life need to needs to impact your art. Quite literally. Yeah. 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 And, I, and I think I was watching, I was like, yeah, I need to go back and rewatch this season. I was like, I've, I'm sorry. I was just like, because at that point I could just watch the rest. I was like, no, no, I need, this show deserves more from me. And a thought I had, and I think I've shared, I don't know if I've shared it on the podcast, but I'm sure I will uh, over the course of our run through because guys, spoiler alert, the bear makes my top 10. Um, and I think this is the best show. I said it, I think I said this to Ayo. This is the best show. This is the best piece of media, show, film, music, whatever, about creativity since maybe Whiplash. Bro. And, Bro, and you obviously you've Flash touched on this a bit. So this is what what a full circle thing. Oh, I, I, lo- I, I love Whiplash. I love First Whiplash. of all, I can't believe that his name is escaping my mind now because he's one of my goats. Obviously, the teacher. I'm like that. Oh, JK Simmons. Like, please, thank you because I'm like I don't know what is happening to my brain, but I'm like, bro, that man is such a sublime actor. Whiplash yeah, yeah, is just yeah. so good. But another thing I think that like they do a really good job of doing, which is sort of on this tangent we're on, is like. Not only are you as good as your team, but even with a great team, it is insanely difficult to mm-hmm. accomplish anything worthwhile. Like, and I feel like they just really do a good job of showing that because normally it's like, okay, the team has come together, then everything will start going smooth. It's like, bro, it is still insanely difficult. And yeah. I don't know any other piece of media that has as well, like has depicted it as well as, you know, the bear does. And I'm yeah. like, 
I think it's a good point think- because a lot of times, even we have this conversation just about things being hard. A lot of times you're just thinking like, is it supposed to be this hard? Is it supposed mm-hmm. to be this hard? Even feel weird. Even feels weird. I don't know if for you, but for me, I feel very like shy to say anything I'm doing is hard because it's like, well, you're not doing brain surgery, bitch. Like, oh, look, that's trust, the Nigerian nine to five side tr- of my brain. It's like, trust me. But bro, I was talking it's to someone so literally. I was talking to someone literally the, the other day, and I'm in a period right now where I'm. I think I'm doing like eight podcasts in eleven days or something. And I was like, oh yeah, I'm just trying to record eight podcasts in eleven days. Was like, oh wow, that's so difficult. I was like, is it though? Like, like I know it's. It's tr- like it's difficult because I need to. But I'm just talking for to be mic. I I felt embarrassed that that's a lot of work because I'm like, no, it's not. Though. I'm it not like doing manual labor, but at the same time, it is hard work. I guess you just have to accept that like there are different kinds of hard. I don't know. I don't know if I I'll don't ever think get there to the are different kinds of hard work. I think that it's it's about also in your mind what you've defined as hard work. You need to throw that framework away because fair. at the end of that's the fair. day, how many hats are you wearing? And it's not just sitting in front of a mic. To sit down and talk and people are engaged by that and people come back to listen to that and people take the recommendations seriously or people that watch the show are like, I like how well you're talking about shows that I want to come and discuss a show I made with you. That's not an easy thing to accomplish. And this is not just about you. And I know you're about to become like Shara or whatever, but it's just like, bro, even with myself, again, because also I'm like a very academic child. I mean, you went to Yale as well. We just know what we consider as like hard work. So it's very difficult to be like, oh, this is hard work, but it is hard work. And mm. especially when you're wearing multiple hats, which I know that both of us are doing. So I had like another thing I wanted to say about it being hard work. It will come to me later. It's fine. But I'm just I'm like, come. yeah. But just on the point of creativity, and I say keep seeing the because it's like we're personal like I said, hard this work. Is... So that makes it twice because you are so. Yeah. And that's, you see that with the chefs. Like, he's like, this is literally like, bro. And also sometimes when something is a passion for you, something I'm naturally good at, to now struggle at that or fail at that, that's another thing they did very well depicting this season. And you saw that I know with Sydney's character, Ayo Debray. It's like, bro, mm-hmm. she's making different things and it's like, oh, the acid is off. Oh, this is, and it's like, bro, this it is, was this so is my interesting. stuff though. You're right. They were so interesting seeing them like, make bad food because i'm like i understand if the food is not great but for you guys shouldn't be able to make bad food like like you, because we we're only we're all used to seeing the end product exactly. like it's like going into a studio and hearing beyonce make a bad song and you're like oh i guess that is possible like we're just Bro. used to hearing the end but oh that, that actually makes sense and like these guys are they almost throw up because the food is that bad i'm like why don't you know how to add salt and it's just like you're right it's just like saying that again it's not that seeing that creative process i think we see sid and marcus we see them literally be inspired this season yeah. and i said it's like journey through chicago in the sunday episode or Mark, marcus in copenhagen we see them again I, I like the idea of finding your community especially with with richie which i, I would get to that richie episode because oh yeah. my god yeah. the the repetition and dedication that you need to do all these things like it's like nothing is just do it once I mean, I, i've said this story before on the podcast i'll say it again when we were shooting my short film we ha- got some friends to do to be extras <laughs> and then <laughs> and then someone so i don't that might be out now though i, I don't know if I, by the time this is out i don't know what i've put it out publicly anyways if it does i'll put it in the description anyway so somebody came out like someone had been there the extras have been there for like 10 a.m and someone came out like four and she was like oh bankole you must really lo- you must really love this <laughs> and i was like well, why why do you say that she was like 
because we keep on doing the same thing over and over and over. Because obviously, in a film, you do a take, exactly. you reset, you do that take again, you yeah. rehearse another take, and you do that take. Again. So it's like, I was like, oh, you must really love this because you keep on doing it over and over and over. It's, which is basically what Richie says to to Carmi at the beginning. I know. So yeah, just that repetition. We see like literally getting a spark. Either it's Richie like finding the pattern in the in the Fox episode or or markers from Denmark and creating desserts all the way to the end of the season. Just like all these things, the do or die feeling, just like it's the creativity. Like it's, I think it's a, you can do a very good one-for-one one comparison with Whiplash with this season. Like down to the fact that he had to break up with Claire. Like the, I could not stop thinking about uh, Miles Teller breaking up with Melissa Benoist's character. Mm. I'm just like, I need to break up with you to be great. Now that is probably flawed thinking. I'm not. I'm not advocating for that, but like, that is hundred percent where his mind is at, and that's hundred percent what he yeah. thinks he needs to do to like. So uh, yeah, I just the creativity in this season. I just think it shows just like what it takes to make something, how to make something, the desire. Like when you feel like you have something within you, and you just it's need like to get actual, it out. You just you, need to actualize it. But there's too many hurdles. Yeah. and that's another thing. Like I can really relate to because. And that's another thing, right? When you're passionate about something, which ties back to the Richie and um, Karmi conversation, for everybody's like, yeah, but this is what you want to do. You're passionate. And he's like, yeah, but this shit is not fun for me. It's not like, fun. It's not fun. It's not fun. Because also, because you know you're good at it, because you're passionate about it, because you want to do it at such a high level, then you're holding yourself to like an extremely high standard. And even if you're not holding yourself to an extremely high standard, it is difficult to just build anything, to take anything from ideation to execution to actually birthing it in real life, extremely difficult. Um, there's another thing Carmi said, which also like stood out to me. I literally made notes. Yeah, <laughs> no, thank time, you. And I keep looking because I'm like, I want to stick on different things. Uh, and this when they were like trying to build their team and hire and stuff. Mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. Carmi said, you know, we're going to have to find people who are willing to learn, which is impossible, but it's harder to teach people to give a shit. And I said, God, Wait, as in, bro, no, I don't think you understand. I'm just like, okay, just roll the tape. Oh, play my trust life. me, I understand. Play my trust me, I understand. <laughs> when you are now coming as someone that cares about something on like a certain level, and you're trying to build structure around that, build a team around that because you're only one person, this whole thing of people giving a shit. Listen, there are two types of human beings. Human beings that give a shit and human beings that give a shit. And I'm telling you that the difference is clear. And that's one thing I always tell AJ. I'm like, bro, it might be such a small shout thing to you, but our first meeting, AJ is the, my DOP for his decision. Yeah, shout out. And basically just my sidekick in life, really and truly. The first meeting where I'm having with this girl, she came with um, Jota and Payne. And she's always mm-hmm. like, hey, hey, Chinas or whatever. But I'm just like, bro, that's a sign of diligence. I'm talking, you're writing. And this is not just some Nigerian bullshit of like, oh, bring pen and paper. She's not just bringing pen and paper to do eye service, right? She's writing things down. We, we shoot our first episode with files. I'm at home. I, I've showered. I'm about to sleep, like to get ready for the next day because we shoot back to back. This girl calls me. She's like, oh, the files episode doesn't have sound. I'm like, what do you mean? And when she finished explaining what do you mean, I'm like, how do you know? This girl finished. We've been on set from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. This girl went home, watched all the footage we shot, cross-checked everything against the audio, to figure out that sound is missing from one thing. And this is someone that has to be up again the next day to start working again from 7 a.m. Mm-hmm. 
you can't teach somebody that, bro. Mm -hmm. You mm -hmm. can't teach somebody that. And for me, it has been so instrumental to have someone like her because it's really, nigga, it's really so many few people. And you can't, mm -hmm. you can't um, fault anybody. You can't whatever, like whatever. I am. Yeah, it's like, like diligence is you not, don't have, if, yeah. But it's a mix of diligence and passion because the people but have yeah, that passion, passion that's, that's fine. but they don't have the diligence. But again, you know that how, diligence is driven by the passion for sure. Yeah. Do you know how happy I am when people send me questions? And that's podcast or film stuff. Just like, because I am the person that's always like sending questions at 2 a.m. and sending notes. Like, yeah. I love when somebody asks me something. I'm like, oh, okay. Exactly. You actually care about this as well. Like, it's not, no. it's not just me Take imposing myself on you. Like, like so many times I would send a question or a note or whatever, like 2 a.m. But then I'll turn off my internet. So that when I put it back on in the morning, that's when the message will deliver. So it's like I sent it at that time. Because I, I feel like I'm not, I'm imposing myself. And I'm like, oh, I feel bad. So yeah, I know, look, giving a shit is like, it's such an underrated skill. Like you just want someone right. to feel like, I, nobody's paying us. My comedy is nobody's paying us at the level that we, the work requires. So I can't, I don't want to feel like I'm dragging you to do this as well. Like, I have to feel like you want to be doing this. My so, comedy show in Lagos, yeah. said, please, let's do sound rehearsal. Eh, you're too difficult. You're just sound rehearsal for a stand-up comedy special, bro. I said, okay, at some point in the show, the lights go off and they come back on. Let's do rehearsal. Oh my God, you're so difficult. I wish you guys could see Trata's face. If you're not yeah. watching on YouTube. Bankale, I'm just like, Meanwhile, when the show came, because the guy was not at the rehearsal, we put mm -hmm. somebody in the booth with him just to tell him, turn off the light now, turn on the light. This guy was mm -hmm. sleeping. So I'm on stage, light's supposed to be off. And it's funny, but that shit fucks up your work. You've sat yeah, down, you've envisioned something, you've envisioned, like you've done your own part, you've learned it, you're about to perform it on stage. And that's why I'm like, bro, you're only as good as your team is not a joke. Yeah, like yeah, it's a 100%. real thing. And you really need people around you that actually give a shit and it is difficult to find. So sometimes shout out the popcorn for dinner team. Just give people as shout, out, shout out AJ. Mm, shout out um, AJ, bro. Because Okay. Do you want to do favorite character or favorite episode? I'll give Uncle you the I feel like I have so many things to say. Oh look, I told you you're cooking. So you whatever going you to want to say. Character for, okay, you know another thing we kind of discussed about that craziness needing to be crazy and have crazy people. And that mm -hmm. reminded me at the end of the episode when they all look at look at themselves like this is a terrible idea, right? And they're like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> this is terrible. <laughs> and it's like, honestly, that's the bedrock of greatness. Like, this is impossible. Yeah, cool, let's go do it. Because on what basis should I feel like I can speak to Don Jazzy? Who am I? I'm from where? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But like, you really have to move with that kind of energy. Like, yo, Don Jazzy, you want to speak to me? This is my show. <laughs> and if he says yes, guess what? You have Don Jazzy in your show. So it's just like. Whenever no, you tell and... people, they just have to be like unafraid. He already said no before, so oh, so and that's back so to the second thing of like, you got to keep going, you got to keep Let's building, keep and it. you got to keep on moving because the other thing is, as you are moving, it's even making more sense. Like value is what's going to attract anybody you're looking at any level. They didn't just fly there; they've had a process of refining and growing. So you. I don't take any no as anything. I'm like, bro, let's just get back to work. We go again. These people might mm -hmm. even be the one ending up coming back to you to ask you to do something. And like, that has happened as well. So. Wait, actually, just hold on yeah. before you get to your next point. Um, look, if there's anyone listening to this and 
you want to do something like i guess take this as a sign take this as the sign like just go do it what's the worst that could happen it won't work out okay Nat like, has a monologue in the show about adults never wanting to try new things. Mm-hmm. Like, you just want to be in that safe place and just like, as an adult, it's just difficult to be like, let me try new things. Nobody wants to look stupid. No one's feeling embarrassed. But I'm like, bro, you can look stupid on day one, day 600, greatness. Like, so it's just like, don't despise humble beginnings. And it's also like this whole thing I'm saying of like, don't expect to look cool throughout the process. Don't be afraid to be seen trying. Like, it's fine. It's okay. I remember when I started doing stand-up in London, um, one of the shows I was doing, I think I'd invited Ayo to come to the show and it didn't go well. Not that it went bad, to be honest. It went fine. But like one of the jokes, I think it was more American, so they didn't understand it or whatever. Bro, I beat mm-hmm. myself up so much. Because one thing to like be shy, is another thing to be shy in front of your friend. Like what kind of stupid disgrace is this kind of thing? But I'm just like, okay, Chinas, if you think as in, if Chappelle has not had a bad day, Kevin had Beyonce, like just kind of like, like you already saw and you did You have to allow yourself to be a human being, bro. You don't have to allow yourself to be a human so being. So was, was Ayo not comforted? He was, but it's not oh. about him. It's about you. Ayo, man. Okay. Ayo, I hope you're listening to Frankly, this, Ayo. Please just shut up. But he doesn't the podcast anyways. That whole monologue about adults um, never trying new things. They juxtapose that with Tina being so excited to, you know, start a new class as opposed to Ibra struggling with getting into the new classes and that's another thing they did really well on this show there was a lot of the old and the new there was Mm -hmm. a lot you see that with Richie and with Sydney they already started that a little bit in season one I mean it started in season one yeah exactly that carried on to this season you see with Richie Sydney but now also Fak also Marcus like and when it's like nigga there's mold in the city it's like it's not mold (laughs) No with Nats. I'm just like, bro, do you know if Nats do not agree to help these people despite all their passion, talent, and skill? It's just not possible. And that's why I'm like, bro, yeah. people underestimate so just need a project team. manager. Team so is you just so need, important, You just need bro. a book person. You just need someone that's going to be like, fuck all your passion. Look, team this is what we need. So this is the important. money. Bro. Yeah. No, the, 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 I just, the one thing I want to give this show is like, the way they introduce concepts, the way they layer the storytelling is honestly masterful. Because even the juxtaposition of her having the dinner with her dad and then Carmen meets mm-hmm. McClay. Like those two things going on. Obviously, with the dinner with her dad is like, and again, that was also great juxtaposition, but this is going to be a longer tangent. Of... I got being like, gee, and everybody's just being like, okay, well, it's fine as long as you trust your partner, as long as your partner is there, as long as your partner is putting mm-hmm. their weight. Mm-hmm. And we was there doing love story for everything. I'm not going to lie to you. I was so, like, oh. obviously it doesn't really end well, but I was so scared it was going to end like way worse than it did because everybody, they were really? laying sick. They were, they were, from, no, from the point of it, like, you have to trust yeah. your partner. I was like, I was like, this Oh yeah, that go, shit, this. yeah, that, okay, okay. I thought you were saying, and badly, as in Carmi will la- go for love of her work. I'm like, Carmi is no, oh, no, no, no. My nigga will never yeah. be happy outside of the kitchen. So good luck to any love that thinks that I can work without that man in the kitchen. But you remember also like what? Sydney just being like, I'm done. Like you're not, yeah, because, like, they were you're not, you're not being a real partner. You're not pulling your weight. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. she had valid reasons to have questions. And that's the thing with the, the parents thing that I thought they did very well as well. Obviously your parents love you. They want to support you. But your parents are also scared because I'm like, bro, you want to be a chef? You want to own a restaurant? First of all, you're living stuck. in my house now because the last time you tried to do this, it didn't go well. Then yeah, also restaurants are closing every day. Mm-hmm. Your partner is 
nowhere to be found. You guys have not even decided how you're splitting the profits. It's like, oh, well, we're both investing, but I've not figured out. And it's just like, girl, he said to meet him in this restaurant. Next thing, he didn't come. Also, her dad is Nigerian. I think that's the, that's the thing that we, that the show, obviously, no, but no offense, like they are not pointing that out, but we know that her dad is Nigerian. So, so, that was very, yeah, it was on brand. Why her dad was like, are you being paid? She was like, <laughs> uh, well, not for six months. He's like, um, so not be paid? Uh, her dad is a damn move like this. He must said, listen, because in Monty has this job, babes. Um, <laughs> At the airport. Bro, I Googled fun the other day. It was crazy. <laughs> I, said, I said, Kami, you know Look, what? Rest. Every Kami monologue at his hour known is incredible. Last season, was oh. it? Was it? I Googled fun. What did he say? Um, to give joy and excitement or something like that? And obviously that comes back at the end and it's like, made my job amusement. is not to... Amusement. Amusement. Made my job is not to give joy and amusement. Enjoyment oh. and amusement. Oh. Anyway. Enjoyment and amusement. Um, Any other things you want to point out before like like anyway, go on feel free i think they capture intimacy really well on the show as well what, and this what kind is of intimacy? Go, in the sense of like for example now when they did the backstory of richie and tiff right because we've kind of just seen that okay him and tiff have separated they never really give us mm-hmm. like a lot of detail about that we see him one-on-one with his daughter but like doing the backstory in the uh fishes episode i'm just like they capture intimacy very well. Even Carmen and Claire, like basically that's where this tangent started from. Um, but I feel like they capture, you know, there's um, unspoken forms of intimacy. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they just capture that really well. Like in terms of like the chemistry, all of that, again, just rooting that in as much reality as possible. And this is about the scene where I think she had thrown up as she was in the bed. Mm-hmm. And then he was supposed to bring her sprites. Then Kami made the sprites. Kami made sprites, yeah. Do you think I'm going to be a good parent? Do you, oh, do you think I'm going to be a good parent? I'm just like, bro, you guys just know what to do. With everything. I mean, it's real. With everything. They are writing real people. I don't, like, there's With no other way to say that doesn't sound pretentious, but they're just writing real characters. With everything. Um, okay, you know what we should do? What Remember should... where you are in your notes? Let's talk about fishes. Do you know Let's the talk thing. about that episode. Everybody yeah. is like fishes, 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 fishes. Bro, for me, it's forks. And I'm not saying fishes we'll is not forks. good though. No, but I'm, the thing I'm, about I'm, fishes I'm, for me, again, masterful storytelling, whatever. But people are like, oh, and like anything, family trauma build up, one style shot, succession has nailed that masterfully, right? Mm-hmm. So presenting mm-hmm. it as one-on-one to me, I'm like, no. Because that's that's, a, that's succession and that pig from that rich work retreat episode. Oh, bro, I, okay. I have <laughs> never ever been so uncomfortable in my life in anything. I'm not saying we compare fishes to born the floor. That's incredible. Fishes, um, fishes, I was like, you know what? I'm fine here. Like you guys are trying to build up. Like, this is this is safe. This is actually like, safe compared to bro. <laughs> bro, I'm like, um, but again, what okay. they did masterfully in fishes. Is this beautiful mm-hmm. thing of like we said with we'll, we'll Potter, this introduction of just delicious side characters. And Chinesa. everybody, everybody Ch- finished work. Every Chinesa. single person. First of all, Jamie Lee Curtis. I'm like, bitch, I you tell me I'm not Kami's so, mother in real life because I'm I'm going to fight. I'm going to This fight. is good to be. This is me talking about things I love now. My body is beginning to shake. So Ma- okay, this yeah, fishes episode. L- l- mm-hmm. Yeah, this fishes episode. Mm-hmm. First of all, like I like I said earlier, Chris Vastora has worked on 
so many great things yeah. that like maybe are not that popular. So he, he clearly has friends in the industry. Yeah. Like he's Julian Jacobs is his partner who plays Tiff. So obviously that explains oh, okay. that he got that like, makes sense. Joe explains that he got Joe McHale in the first season because obviously these are his friends. He had Paul Rod did a voice cameo season one. So clearly he has lots of friends there. Yeah. And then Ayo mentioned thing that he just thinks that like after season one, this is the show that people just want to be on. Beyond, which kind of exactly. explains how a certain person I'm appeared in the Fox bro. episode. But we'll get to that. We'll get to that yeah. in a second. Even so, scare apples. Anyways. So clearly for this picture, I think he this is definitely a mixture of pulling in favors. I'm as, I know for a fact that him and John Mulaney are friends. I know him him and Sarah Paulson are probably friends. And then someone like Bob Odenkirk is just like, I watched season one. Yeah, I want to come over. Right. Yeah. I know Bernthal joined season one because like him and Ebon had worked together on Punish and they're friends. And everyone was like, oh, I have this. Everyone's got to play Archie, um, Richie. I was like, oh, I have this little role in a show. Do you want to do it? And I was like, yeah, sure. I'll come and play around for one day or whatever. <sighs> so if you haven't, a little tease for our episode last week on the five best TV episodes of the year. If you haven't watched, uh, if you haven't listened to it, both Fox and Fishes make appearances on that discussion. Oh. So please go listen to that. Would it kill Jamie you to Lee pick Curtis. up the phone? Let's start from that. This is, like I said last week, this is I'm, the episode, this is the performance that she's have won her Oscar for. Not whatever she was doing on Everything Everywhere All at Once, but that's, that's a different point. I couldn't believe how well everybody was in nah. this episode. Nah. Or how good they were, rather. Nah. I remember joking with A after I watched, because he finished the season way before me, obviously, because I explained, I watched it later. And I was like, oh, he got John Mulaney to do this little fun, fun cameo, whatever. This is nice. And then the grace happens. And John Mulaney becomes the best actor on television. And I was like, what the fuck am I watching? Why is this so good? Everyone is so good in that. That episode, when I first watched it, I thought it was 30 minutes. I finished because I was in one spot throughout. I didn't move. I finished. I was like, oh, this is an hour? Like, it just, everything is so good. The episode, everybody was talking about last week, the episode is divided into half. The first half is incredibly chaotic. And the second half is chaotic, but like, steady. It's like, we're not going anywhere, just staying in this living room and we're going to be chaotic in this living room. It, yeah, I mean, please talk about fishes. We talk about the last thing, talk about fishes and then we'll get to folks. I just feel like, like you said, like, again, and kind of like I just said, the introduction of all the deliciousness of the characters. First of all, they always talk about the facts, the facts. Lovely to see all of them <laughs> in the absolute packetedness. I want to see this sister. And I want to know what this sister did. Those, like, Either one person or two people in your family, every family function that is just like you are here for entertainment. Like you are li- yeah. literally the way. Um, oh, I love. Sorry, John to say, I love character said, Kami. "I love, I love seeing you guys every year." Like literally, mm-hmm. you guys never disappoint. I love when Kami realizes the fact is his best friend. Um, relationship, and like, mm-hmm. and that's what I said. Um, she's like, "I was like, what I said, would it kill you to pick up the phone?" And that reminded me so much of me and my elder brother because I'm always begging her to call me. I'm not concerned with that. He's just like, "I'm happy you're home. Like I'm happy you're here." Carmen, happy here, but he's like, okay, but can I answer your phone, bro? Not obviously being so worried about her mom, and everybody being like, "Girl, chill." God, when she when she says it, I like Uncle Jimmy a lot, and like mm-hmm. Fishy solidified that for me. I'm just like this guy, and this is what I said again with the masterful storytelling. They foreshadow so many things. This conversation Richie was having with him, where he was like, "Okay, what skills do you have?" And Richie's like, "I don't know. I'm good with people." Bro, I'm like, I'm like, bro, these people just leave little nuggets for us. Or yeah. Uncle Jimmy stuff with the chocolate banana with his dad when they brought that back. I'm like, y'all need to stop. I didn't even clock me. that into my rewatch. I didn't y'all need to catch stop that into my playing rewatch. with me. Or the fact that Carmi and Mikey wanted him, wanted um, Carmi wanted him and Mikey to have something together, and they brought back mm-hmm. the sketching, which he also talks about with Claire that he used to sketch. Obviously, yeah, obviously Mikey didn't want Mikey. 
didn't trust himself and he didn't want that for Kami, yeah. which is like, she was talking about Mikey. She was talking about Mikey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As like, I love how, so in the first season, they bring in Berntal for this like 10 minute or maybe even, I don't think it was up to 10, maybe five minutes, just incredible performance, right? He just tells this story. That's just all he's doing. He's telling this story. And he's so charismatic, which I think is one of the things that John Brenthal is very good at. He's like, I really love John Brenthal as an actor. He's so charismatic in that thing. As and it's so funny because he tells he tells that story and then it cuts to uh, Richie telling the story. And Richie, Richie, like, it falls which like has, a lead balloon. <laughs> Richie cannot tell this because he doesn't have the same charisma. Yeah. And then this season, obviously, he now has a bigger role in this episode. And they now go into the thing that we know Brenthal to have. Like, that, that simmering aggression that's just about to yeah. blow up. Like, Ella is the Punisher or Walking Dead or whatever. Like, we know he's that guy. And it's just all through this episode, you're like, what is he going to do? How is he going to, like, we know. Plus, we know he's, I didn't even notice on the rewatch that there's a point where he goes to do some drugs. And he goes to do some drugs. I sound like an FBI agent. Sounds like, and, I mean, um, <laughs> you know that's casual for you. And then, and then Richie clocks him. But Richie's the only one that clocks And you see this on his face, which is like, because Richie said he knew. But what's he going to do? How's he going to stop him? Like, you, you see him and it's like, oh. And then I think that was the turn in Bernthal's character in, the, in that episode, in Mikey. Once he takes whatever he was taking and then that's when he just starts dealing with the forks and everything. Just like, yeah, I think, I think another thing. is masterful. I think, bro, even just the mom and all of her kids, like, there's just no way to even break down. Like, sis, that's what I'm saying. Jimmy, because you just did the damn thing. But there's actually no way yeah. to even break down because, again, it's literally even so chaotic. But, I think I, I think they did really well was that again that Mikey and the stepdad's relationship bro all the tension I don't that. think I don't think he was a stepdad I think he was just like a guy that used to date eh, uh, but Donna step, which he, he has that whole annoying. like stepdad kind of yeah because yeah, at yeah, least yeah. he wasn't he's the person with the, the like the, besides their dad he's obviously the person with the longest whatever in their life for him to be yeah, yeah, coming yeah. for the Thanksgiving for the Thanksgiving meal and you know Sarah Paulson um, and that conversation with Carmi was completely freestyle. Really? She I didn't know that, that. That it wasn't, it was improv. It wasn't the script. It just needed them to have a moment. And she yeah. was like, yeah, you can come to New York. And it's that whole thing of the one person in the family that is like, bro. She was like, look, this, you're this, not going to make you it can't survive you stay this. here. You, like, I actually have talent. So please. <laughs> you you can't stay forever. She said, like, <laughs> Me and Jamie don't have any children. Please come and stay in our spare room, please, because yeah. you will not survive. Yeah, I, I mean that, that was that was a great conversation. It that's a, surprisingly it was improv because it's a yeah. to in season one that he's been in New York. Um, I know, like Mikey throwing the the chair, the table during the the fight at the end was was improv. That was just burnt out, being burnt out. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's, you the, the whole "Are you okay?" thing. I'm just like, bro. <laughs> when she does and everybody just falls everybody's and like and then Sarah Paulson is like and she's like do I not look okay she's like no like, no, is like, no really. you don't babes you actually don't like stop dressing your children out babe you don't look okay and Carmi again trying to be the glue to everything you can just see like you can see the layers of the trauma building in this format I'm like of course he's so anxious generally because Jesus Christ and we don't know who is older between Carmi and Sugar do we doesn't like said explicitly. Hmm, yeah, I was I, maybe it's an assumption, but I feel like Nat. It was always I don't know where I got that idea from, but Nat is always older. Even so Nat's you, you partner, she, and so yeah. you find that this is just like this is just his personality. I'm trying to think of the adjective to give, and it's not dopey in the sexual before. But is just 
<laughs> like, okay. I get his beat. This is really the extent so, of your swag. So he won the eighth fish because he couldn't, he couldn't come empty-handed. Oh. I was like, bro, have you not met Donna? What are you doing? Again, um, the foreshadowing of when Marcus makes the cannoli dessert and mm. says this one is called the Mikey. Mm-hmm. Again, mm-hmm. The, the acting in Forks when Tiff tells Richie Frank proposed to and this is why I said that, like, again, these people, like, I, listen, I was just like, this is cinema. Because, like I said, they haven't really shown all these people's relationship. But then they showed mm-hmm. us in the episode before, like, this was a real relationship with real feelings. These people loved each other. And then the next thing is like, oh, Frank proposed to me. Like, it's just like, bro, this is cinema. Like, please. Listen, I'm just like, Apologies to our listeners who are listening through headphones. I just said, Chinasa Bang, this is cinema. <laughs> this is cinema, bro. I'm like, this is actually cinema. No, I mean, let's let's talk about oh. folks. Let's talk about, I, th- I thought of this last week, but you obviously, you're not there. Um, I just, I was just stunned on my, on my rewatch just how much of an opposite Fox is to fishes. Bro. Like, Fox is organized chaos, like, it's controlled chaos in that restaurant. Fishes is whatever the hell fishes is. Like, Fox is actually a happy episode. Fox is somebody growing into their own, growing into their own motivations and skills and inspirations. Fishes is just Bro. literally a family that, Olivia, like, sucks you in on, and destroys you. fucking playing with me? Like, you cannot just be bringing... Like you can't. She came, you can't, she came in like a jump scare. You can't she came in like a jump just, scare. You I can't just be bringing these people casually. Like this is not. What? So, I had been spoiled. Like I saw a tweet oh, again. Oh, again, I didn't know. Just I was, to just to reply. So yeah. Somebody was like, "Oh, Olivia Coleman." I think like Olivia Coleman came in and did a great job on the bill. Something, something very not 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 spoiler like that. So I knew she was in the show. But some of the things like you don't think you don't think about it in the moment. So when she came in, it was like a jump scare. I was like, what, what is this Oscar-winning actress doing here Bro. delivering this incredible performance? And yeah, and it just goes down to like, everybody just... Oh, actually, quick question. So you know when Will Porter was talking about the guy that came in and was just better than him and everything? Did you... How early did you know that, that was Carmi who was talking about? It was Carmi? Oh, you know, yeah, because what? in that... In that Fox episode, when Rich is walking by, there's a picture of Kami and Will Porter. Yeah, but I didn't. I didn't now think that I meant that that was Kami. No, I'm. I'm pretty sure it's him because like it's. That's what I'm saying. They they do. That's what I said. It's nuggets. They do this thing in this. Yeah. They do these things in such smart ways that you can even miss it. And I even that's what, that's what I said. It's layered. I even love that. No, hundred percent. Telling because hundred percent. It's yeah. like bro, and I think the whole thing of Forks, right? Is this beautiful but like heartbreaking thing of like. In the right environment and with the right support, like mm-hmm. any human being can blossom, bro. Like any mm-hmm. human being can actually have the opportunity to realize themselves. Like whatever that highest sense of yourself is, highest vision. But like, I'm telling you, just like, nah, none of that. Can I throw you something? It just clocked in my head now. And back to what you've been saying all episode about layering. So in the Fishes episode, Richie's talking to Oliver Platt's character, kind of their uncle. I can't remember I, now. Uncle Jimmy. Uncle Jimmy. Yeah, and he's like, like what you said, I, I am, I'm good, at, I'm good at people. But he also mentions, I've never had a mentor. Exactly. And then in, in Forks, he finally kind of has a mentor because he's learning from, Bro. from that woman. And they're like, oh, he just needs to sit back. Well, obviously with Mikey, he's not, he can't, he, he can't have time to sit back. He has to do the sandwiches and, and the tail. This is the first time he was like, 
oh, let me take a step back and actually watch somebody do this thing and learn from them. And then he becomes basically a genius at it. The cinematography in that episode is insane. I'm like, listen, I'm like, bro, honestly, again, I'm not like someone that is passionate about cooking, whatever, but like, I love cooking shows. I watch a lot of cooking content. So I'm like, even just the way, the caption of these things is so good, bro. It's so good. And... (laughs) Like, let's say, like, five minutes into the episode, Remichi was there. Oh, you want me to clean for three days? My nigga said, I need to stand right in that corner and get the fuck out of my way for a minute. And it was just like, again, it's a foreshadowing another whole thing about purpose. And that whole thing about every second count. The reveal of every second counts. Bro, this is cinema. Bro, I'm just like, no, Bankole. I actually don't know anything that has been so masterfully done. The way... Um. People don't understand. It's not just about the script. It's not just about the word. It's not just about acting. It's actually about like, how are you telling this story? And I feel like mm-hmm. that's what the bear is so good at. Because the way they drop that every second count, mention who has ever, like it's the top, top one, one of one, oh, oh, one. I was like, what? You didn't, you didn't say what, what was the thing your dad used to say? Yeah. Bro. And then um, <sighs> Will Will Porter sends sends a copy of that to Marcus at the Marcus end. Marcus as well. But do you know another thing? Um, she Olivia Coleman says to him, says um, that yeah, time well spent, and he's like, time well spent. That's all it's about. And I'm like, is this simple, mm-hmm. James? Man, time well spent. That's all it's about. Get out of here, big. Like, <laughs> nah. Every second reveal, and I feel like they do this good thing. Another thing they do very well in the show is a juxtaposition of choices and the consequences of choices, right? And they're mm. doing that with Richie of like, this is him we're making this choice. This they did that with Ibra and Tina, right? Because you see Tina still going to the classes, moving up. You see Ibra next, thing he has to come back and start coming to the window, start whispering, right? So they do yeah. this very good thing of even with Carmi, with Sydney going to the meetings, eating the food, tasting the food. Like, you just see this thing about and, and how it comes to bite him in the ass in the end because that fridge that he's yeah. supposed to have done. They do this, oh, I'm like, I don't know any show that does this juxtaposition of choices so beautifully. Even with Mikey and Carmi stories, that's, that's what the entire thing is. Because like, see what mm. this restaurant can be as opposed to what it was, right? Because of how yeah. it was run, because of where he's at. Even with the, um, with their mom I'm just like bro they do this really good thing of juxtaposition of choices man um, do you have thoughts on Claire this is the I thing I'll give you five minutes I'm screaming I don't even that's what I'm saying I, it's going to be very brief like people really hated Claire's character and I was it made no sense that. to me I'm sorry I, I, I never understood it that's why I want you guys to understand I want you guys to explain to me what did make sense about it about the hate Okay, I thought you were saying that. Claire's oh no, 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 no! Them hating Claire's character made no sense to me. That's, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So, well, like the character didn't make sense. It didn't feel realized. I was like, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't find that. And I, and I specifically with my secondary watch, I was like, okay, let me rewatch this Claire's character with like Mona right? And I was like, I don't get. Yeah, I mean, she was always a said, character. So again, yeah, I'm not has said that, realized, like, but Ayo has said that she's too perfect. But not in a way that like, I hate her, but in a way that like I get why she's that perfect. Like he said that she's too perfect, which I mean, I think she's perfect because we don't see 
That's what I'm saying. First of all, we don't see her. We don't see her entire life, bro. Exactly. We see her in contrast to the Pizzatos, bro, and Richie. And I think also like she's meant to be. She's meant to be good, so that we see that like this girl is so good, but Kami still can't make it work. And, like, and that's the thing, right? Not only Kami still can't make it work. It's actually not about what the other person is. If you can't overcome yeah. yourself, yeah. If so if, if, if she if was the narrative arc, she's there to to um to like compliment yeah and yeah. it makes sense i didn't even feel like she was too perfect like she was fine because i'm oh, like i perfect. didn't that was just A.S. thoughts yeah no because that was also the thing i was saying that's what they're saying that it doesn't feel real she's too whatever and i'm like we didn't see that much of her guys mm-hmm. we didn't see that much of her like to for, for me to arrive at that i feel like she made sense for the narrative arc she was there and that's another thing like I just liked her, man. I, I, li- I was like, I, would, I want I really to be friends like. with you. I was I like, I want like, to be friends. I feel like you're very supportive and <laughs> you listen. I feel like a lot of babes also needed to see that arc. Like, because a lot of women are just like, bro. Well, I'll fix you. Exactly. And this it's is not, not like, you. The thing is that it's not a conscious, it's not even a conscious choice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You just fall in love with somebody and it's like, bro, this guy is just great and so wounded and tortured and I can just <laughs> help him. Smokes, he has all the tattoos. It's just like, because at Kami's core, obviously, he's very, very like wounded, right? As in, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and it's just like, you just want to be the person that shows someone, like, oh, real love exists. Like, everything doesn't have to be like drenched in trauma and bullshit. But like, at the end of the day, the person has to be in a space to receive that. Yeah, 100%. The person right. has to be there to receive that. And there were so many clues that he was not. First of all, he gave you fake number. Like, do you get what I mean? Fake number. He, d- he did? It's, I, I mean, was, look, it's he, such the wrong time for coming. So many things. And I think yeah. that we, again, like, completely not realizing, like, ego or whatever of it. It's just like, look, this can work. And it's just like, actually, it can't. So I, I actually thought that, like, they told that story very well. Um, that that's being a said, real thing. The end is still very heartbreaking. It was it was heartbreaking, but I'm like I'm happy that they did that because, I, like I said, the women need that. The women needed uh, that. I'm not gonna lie to you. The there there have been that. points since I watched the show five months ago. There have been points where I've been like, is there a chance that season three they these guys get back together? They make you work no, because I'm just like they shouldn't I, do that. I, I've, no, I don't think they will. I don't think they will. The same way, like trust me, when, cinematically, it's so beautiful to watch. Blah blah blah. But in real life. No, no, it's yeah, like when Miles Teller... on a cycle to just be drained, bro. Like, yeah, nah. when Miles Teller's Andrew Neyman tries to get back with Penelope Benoist's character. This girl character, was so excited to like, all this boy to just, like, wish him good luck on his day. Do you get what I mean? Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. he didn't answer. She still sent the most, like, beautiful voice note. Bro, I said these people... These people wanted to destroy our hearts. But oh, the moment Jeremy, that it goes to play that voice note... We haven't... Said, oh. This might be a good point, because we haven't really, like spoken about the acting on this show bro so fun like if we can do it now just as we and do you know one thing head towards the finish line Carmi does very well on this show that is something I, I wrote on my notes and I'm reading it's like it's actually crazy for your life to be in your hands bro no matter how skilled you are no matter how talented you are it's crazy for like success and failure like it rides on you on your decision you can't like, blame anybody else it's, it's that, actually bro. insane it's a lot of pressure, even for the most skilled person, even for the most confident person, even for the most self-assured person. It's like, bro, am I fucking my life up? Am I doing enough? Am I learning enough? Am I growing enough? Am I moving too fast? Am I moving too slow? Do- money. 
money. And mm-hmm. that's another thing I love that they didn't show. They didn't shy away from showing, like, bro, without money, no matter what, again, all of this shit falls flat. All of this shit falls flat. Money is such a big part of every single thing. Again, capitalism, shout out capitalism. Money is such a big part of anything. Even when you've done something to scale that thing, to continue to grow, money is a big part. That being said, them doing the business pitch with the alarm going off because of the tech. Like, I was just like, bro, this show, eh? And that's the whole thing I see of the juxtapose so well in this show. Yeah. It's like, yeah. bro, we're trying to pitch a restaurant, please come and invest and loan. Meanwhile, alarm is going off because the fridge door has broke. Like, bro, they always just find a way to move forward within chaos. And it's just kind of like, I think that's another thing, right? In life, if you're waiting for chaos to stop. Sorry for you. <laughs> sorry for yeah. you. And I feel like this show shows that very well. You have to, you have to literally keep moving through impossibility. And it always sounds like dramatic to say, but bro, you have to keep moving through impossi- impossibility. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. But just a quick thing on, on performance. Look, I'm not going to go one by one. There is no, there is nobody on this show that I'm like, I don't think you're doing a good job. I think maybe Nat had very little to do in season one, but season two, she really steps up. Just a quick shout out. So, oh God, I can't remember her name. I think her name is Liza Cullen. End of the first episode, when Sid offers Tina, Tina. Mm. the job as the chef. And this show is very, it cuts a lot. It moves as very quickly. Suit. But sometimes when it chooses to stay, on you and just stay on a particular it stays on her longer than a normal shot would it stays on her you think oh, it's going to cut now but like it still stays on because you want to see her full reaction and it's like she doesn't she never like she was like oh yeah I'll find somebody because that's, that's her instinct exactly. she never thought that this would be like that that this would happen Chef to her Sydney would, like, it was would something that was her. in the cards for her yeah she's just did like she learned how to she was just doing fries and beef with, with Mikey she's like why would you want me the same way every time like um, Carmen was like that's your knife it was like it was just real like you could just see yeah. that that's a real reaction she just didn't expect this for her life um, and it's also like the value of being that person that is reliable right that person mm-hmm. that people know you're open to growth you're open to learning because it can seem like again you're just making fries and beef today but like when the opportunity comes you're the first person in people's mind because it's like yeah. I can rely on this person and that's back to that whole thing we're saying of you can't teach people to give a shit yeah, my favorite thing about Tina starting season one is that she is convinced by Sid and Kami just by the quality of the work. Exactly. Like she tastes Sid, Sid's food, food and she's like, oh, fuck, you actually know what you're talking about. Like she just basically stops fighting because she's like, oh, no, you guys are right. Like you guys know what you're doing. Um, yeah. Another thing I, I really don't... appreciate about Tina and Ibrahim Jen is also is their age. Like, because yeah. that's another thing, right? There's no cap on learning. There's no cap on mm-hmm. achieving. There's no cap on accomplishing. Obviously, we all love to do it when we're the youngest, we're the whatever. But it's just like, bro, yeah. things can really fall on your lap if you just continue to show up every day and fall on your lap because everybody else, it looks like some overnight shit, but you've been putting in the work. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, weird if Ibra was just like, oh yeah, let's, let me go back to school. Like if everybody was exactly. just on board. Just like, it makes sense exactly. that Ibra is like... Juxtaposition. Yeah. Because people, uh, some people yeah, will look, struggle with that more than others. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I want to that point f- out about, yeah, point. which I think you might be able to relate to, and there's another thing of like, being obsessive about your work and always being used to craziness and working within craziness. When they had to close early on the first day, 
because they couldn't do anything <laughs> without permits. And it was like, mm, well, what are you doing this evening? <laughs> yeah, they'd be like, oh, oh okay. I guess we have I guess eight nothing. hours what to sleep. What are you doing? Oh, I was a bit interested. <laughs> and it's like, bro, I was like, that moment was surreal. Yeah. That moment was um, surreal. But yeah, I mean, look, the conversation, again, I don't, I don't want to go character by character because that would take too long. But the conversation at the end between Jeremy Allen White and Ibama's background in the in the fridge when bro, the camera does that incredible split I'm screen. Slap and... <sighs> But you're just like, yeah, you expect it to happen. Right? He was always going to break up the clip. There. Before yeah. we go there, actually, and I wrote this down. Was Sydney ignoring Marcus? What do you, what do you think? On rewatch, yeah. But okay, no, okay. Let me, on let me, rewatch, I can't I'm still see, confused. I can see like, how Marcus was, might think so. No, she was like, way I too busy. Marcus was, was thinking so. I was just thinking that yeah. as a viewer, did you think she was ignoring him? Because that, I wasn't she, actually she, sure. I, I, think, I think just because of how I know how busy she was, but also, let me put it this way. If a, her chef, this is basically dress rehearsal for her, for her restaurant. If her baker is asking her how many number for bread, I think she might reply. I think she has to reply. Like, it, it's a it thing she has I to do. I couldn't figure out that whole tangent out. Were they trying to insinuate that Marcus, like, started catching feelings for Sydney? Because again, to me, it was still unclear. I'm like, well, as in, I think he's been catching feelings over the course of the season. Okay, yeah, I thought they were trying to build up to that, but I was like, it's also, it, it's also, there's also enough plausible deniability that it's like, it's not definite, definite. So, so okay, so I think, wait, let me see. Okay, so I think he was catching feelings all through the season. I think he yeah. asks out in that finale, and then they both so act like, oh, this out. is weird. Okay. Oh, that was definitely an ask out. That was definitely an ask out. That's what I'm saying. Uh, yeah, I was there, like, it was, but was it? No, that was, def- that was definitely an ask out. Yeah, first time was also. Oh, and yeah exactly and then i guess no, he I, now I thinks so she, doing it but i was like did they really ever lean in oh so i think if she was if he thought she was ignoring him and he hadn't like on a normal day he hadn't asked out two hours before i don't think he would have no he would have reacted the same way he vexed. i agree yeah. i agree but i was and just, I also I, don't yeah I, I don't know if she would have been quote unquote ignoring him if he hadn't asked out two hours ago. I feel like if your chef oh, was asking you for bread, that's, that's an important thing. I don't think she I still was. I don't have any answer till now. Like, I don't think, I don't think like, she was, it was actively ignoring that, like, him. He had said your name how many times? So I'm like, what was it, she yeah. doing? I don't like that that's unclear to me. And that's what I'm saying. So like, I think if that was in, if on a normal day, if your chef is asking you for an important question, like number of bread for the day or whatever he wanted, she would respond. So I don't think that's she was actively ignoring, but I'm I think like, there was something there. That's my confusion. I'm like, it has to be a conscious choice because it happens so many times, but it didn't feel like a conscious choice to me. But this is also a continuing criticism I have of Marcus. I had it season one as well. He doesn't pick his times to vex. No, he like, didn't. I'm just like, Marcus, Nigga. give yourself. Let season me. one, it was in the middle of that incredible episode that inter- he goes and gives Kami donuts to taste. I'm like, Marcus, pick your time. Um, Bro. Sydney yeah, and her dad's her... tangents and the force occur with him coming back and was like, baby, this is it. And so God. And then, and then she's just she's throwing up and she's like, she's throwing up and she's like, I'm fine. I'm just like, I'm fine. Incredible. And that's another thing, about... bro, because literally she's like, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, this is it, baby. Ah, uh, when she yeah, asked you need him, that... why not put everything that we have into everything that we can? I said, stop mm-hmm. this fucking revolves, this show. But then what does he say? If that's the case, then why is this one so important? And he was just like, because I can't do the second one. I can't do another one, man. And then we should mention that like the episode ends, or not ends, but like Marcus's story ends with a bunch of missed calls from his mom's nurse. Yeah. 
Bro. So I think we're meant to believe the worst or expect the worst in that situation. And that's another thing, right? Even Marcus, and it's the thing of like, life is always going on. Even when good things are happening. Do you get what I mean? There's a a bad thing around the corner. that's the thing. Like, I feel like with social media, we're just so quick to romanticize like people's life because you see, oh, they announced this thing or this thing seems big. And it's like, bro, life is always going on. Life mm-hmm. is always good. You can be having the greatest year of your life and be experiencing the greatest heartbreak of your life at the same time. Mm-hmm. So I'm mm-hmm. just like, again, like I said, it's another beautiful thing they do of, they just juxtapose very well in this show. Yeah. I hate um, fried egg, but that fried, that omelette that Sydney made for that. Why do you hate fried eggs? Because basically, my brothers, the only thing they knew how to make growing up was eggs. So they used to wake up and fry eggs every day. So now the smell of so fried eggs is delicious. Exactly. Fried eggs. Like, it's not like I, I like, like if I have to eat fried egg, I will, but I'm not going to be like, oh, fried egg. I must okay, eat it. I said that omelette. And another thing, like I said, the way these people shoot food, they shoot food like they're like, yeah, we know what's up. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how you feel about this, but I hate that. Sydney apologized for saying I need your full focus because she does. So I do understand the apology. You know, well, I, 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 I think that now went into this whole like you're not alone, blah blah blah. But I'm just like, why, why, why did she apologize for saying that? I think was, maybe she was apologizing was because fair call back. I'm sorry, fair call out. Yeah, maybe she felt like it was coming across as if she was vilifying Claire. Yeah, like but saying, you can say, Claire, I don't want to verify Claire, but whatever. I hate that she said, yeah. oh, sorry for saying, I need your full focus. Girl, you do. Well, they were they were on the apology P at that point. Yeah, they were just I apologizing know. a lot. They were doing that, that hand thing. Oh, and they was, did it. I it's, so, <laughs> it's so painful rewatching it though, because I'm like, I know what's going to happen at the, in the last half of this episode. No, I'm just honestly, like, oh my God, you guys, are, you guys are going to forget all these apologies in like 10 seconds. Bro. When they're fighting, um, when they're fighting themselves in the episode, like honestly, anytime they fight themselves, I take it personal. I'm like, you guys need to cut this shit out, please. It's like when, because I think he. I can't like when can we go locks in the fridge? I said, yeah, good. I think it's so interesting. I don't know. Like I, I, said, again, I don't know what's going to happen. It's so interesting that he gets locked in the fridge, and obviously we know all that happens with him mentally because of that. But like, they survive. Exactly. It works That's what I was out. Going to say. And I feel like and that, so, that messes with you. Yeah, but also what does it do to the crew? I want to know how season three starts. Like, like, do they, are they like, because everybody knows Kami is incredible. Everybody knows Kami is great. Everybody knows yeah. Kami is like basically the best chef ever and everything. Like, I think they were both right when Kami and Sidney, another incredible scene were like, I couldn't have done this without you and vice versa. But then now, do they at the back of their head feel like, well, Kami was not there on our, like, nah, they can't now. Preview night. I like, so if he wants to fuck off, he can fuck far. off. I don't think it goes that far. This is his family restaurant, though. The bear is coming. Quite literally. Oh, I don't think they kick him out. I'm just saying, as they, they, they feel like, well, I'm maybe we can't do it without you. It's impossible to conceptualize this entire journey without him. Fair enough. They don't even know it without Kami. So I don't think it goes that far, but I think who it fucks up is him. Because uh, he yeah. was like, oh, we did yeah. great. And he's like, I wasn't even there. So, I know what, one thing that nigga loves to do is go on an eternal journey. So <laughs> I think that he's going to go on an eternal journey with that. Marcus finding yeah. school doing crack and him being a white man. I said, you know what? Listen, this is cinema. Nobody, nobody's touching these people in storytelling. I love, I love how nobody's Marcus touching is like, people in storytelling. Marcus was like, I think Marcus I need to find him. He was like, whoa, why? Why do you, know, I can't, why do you have to find him? He was like, bro, you are smoking crack? What, what, what do you mean? What are we doing here? What killed me is when Marcus went to say that's it. I think I think what, I think I know what's going to make it less awkward. He said, oh, I found Josh in the bag doing crack. That's another thing. Oh, 
bro, you can prep, everything can be, you can do everything, you're ready, mm-hmm. everything's great. And then somebody will just fuck up yourself. Because why was Josh missing? Then Tina had to cover his station. Then, then um, Sydney now had to, Come, you had to cover Tina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Kami got in the fridge, so, so, so Nat had to cover. Bro. Front of house is, is back of house. is so, so wild. The chocolate banana phenomenon. Listen, Richie. Richie is... I don't, again, they cannot be any best, but like, bro, the work they've done. I think he might, I think if gone to my head, he might be my best character. Gone to my head. Bro, bro. Because even the transformation, it doesn't feel, do you know how, do you know how difficult it is to pull that kind of polar opposite? And it still feels rooted in this guy. It feels like it was Mm. something in him that they pulled out of him. Yeah. It never feels corny. It never feels fake. It never doesn't feel like the character. Like these people, they really like, the actors, they do such a great job on character, man. Mm-hmm, I'm mm-hmm. telling you, bro. Uh, yeah. Um, any final notes? I was testing my family, cousin, cousin. I was just like, Kami, shut the hell up. You are the one that put yourself in this fridge and don't take this out on this man who has masterfully <laughs> stepped up. Uh, what an episode he had, man. Um, um, yeah, shout out the crew at the bear. Bro. Can't wait to see what happens in season three, which I'm sure will be back sometime this year because these guys, they're very quick. Um, unless the strikes are Can I tell you a story obviously. about complete and utter failure? <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. I like that he asked him that thing three times. And that's what I'm saying. The timing on this show is impeccable. Like the pacing of story, forget it. Yeah. But honestly, I think this whole yeah. season, that's what I'm saying. I think that, do you ever think about purpose? I think that line encapsulates all of this shit because it's just like, hmm. bro. Do you think about purpose? Yeah. Can I, can I be honest? I don't think but I not do. Not in a grand scheme of things. That's what I'm saying. Not in a like okay. removed sense from everything I'm doing. I think about it through the things I'm doing. Not in a removed Fair. sense of like, oh, legacy and blah, blah, blah. I mean, Fair. in the okay, same yeah. way. Fuck. I hate that word legacy so much, man. Bro. But it's like, a very masculine like, like, kind of like. Whenever, oh, yeah, whenever I ask like my male friends, oh, why do you want children? Like legacy. I'm like, legacy. fuck off, man. Don't, don't, don't tell me legacy. Um, Yeah, I, I don't think I talk about, I don't think I think about purpose. I think about like, doing what I want to do, like what I want to, what's in front of me right now, why I want to achieve that. But I never really, you're right, I never really think that far. When I say oh, pur- and, purpose. And, and let me sort of break that down in a way that might make sense to you. The way Carmi cares and Sydney cares so much about cooking, bro, two of us here don't care. And they're fictitious mm-hmm. characters, but they're human beings in the, in the world. They're human beings in the world that this is literally how they are. The, yeah, way, yeah, I, the yeah. way you care about film and TV. So I'm like, all of this shit to me, that's what, when you say purpose, that's what I think about because I'm like, the things we're passionate about, the things we're good at, these are not things we gave ourselves. I didn't wake mm. up and decide to care about everything I care about, but if I'm not doing it, I will be restless and completely miserable. So mm. I'm like, mm-hmm. it makes sense that that's what I'm supposed to be doing because if not, why that feeling? So I feel like for everybody's, everybody has a different thing. Um, and so when, I, when, he, when he says, do you ever think about purpose? That's what I think about when I think about purpose. Not anything so removed from that. It's just like, I've always been this person that needs to do certain things. That need, I don't know where it came from, but it's there. Yeah. And it's like until I actualize yeah. it. And that's why I'm like, again, the bear is just such a great show for anybody that has that. And that's, again, it's a very creative thing. A lot of creatives will say, bro, it feels like a need. Right? And again, mm-hmm. That is the creative that we're talking about, that diligent, excellent, trying to do anything worthwhile, blah, blah, blah. But yeah, I just think we've kind of summarized whatever, but I think the journey of building anything worthwhile is insane. 
the mom coming to that mm-hmm. restaurant and having the woman repeat, I said, okay, people have saved peak this season because they're just going to give him, <laughs> make him be like one funny oh. guy. That's what I'm Actually, saying. That was, that was so emotional. Insane, bro. His performance was so emotional. That, like, he, he's like, I don't like, know what to the, do. Oh my God, man. I don't want to fuck that. I don't want to fuck this up for them. Like, let yeah. them have this good thing. And he's like, you won't. It's fine. They want you to come. And she's like, I can't. And for but me, he's that's crying. He's like, I don't know what to do here, Donna. Ugh. I know, Pete's. Listen, I was like, you guys have safe peace with this scene. Because... So far, it was not giving much. But you guys have. It was guys just have. the joke. He was the joke, and that was in, that was intentional. But then, yeah, he exactly. got that. He got that scene. You guys have redeemed and him with that. He's the right person for that scene because every other person would have reacted differently. Some people would have forced Donna. Some people would have exactly. told told Nat. Exactly. He's the he's the he's the perfect character for that scene. And that's why, yeah. like, everything um, feels pro- like everything just feels like bro. It feels like people that know. Oh, I mean, like, we mentioned it earlier. Now, this team, this show is created by some of the best people. She called this show as Sabi so, Sabi the walk. Um, <laughs> really? my cough trying to uh, any final notes two. sorry this I felt like you would relate to okay when she asked uh, Kami what it felt like when the three star came and mm-hmm, he said mm-hmm. my brain bypassed any sense of joy I went straight to dread I was like Bankole will be able to relate to the shit and I'm like again you have to be able to celebrate yourself if not, bro, three star is not enough. Tomorrow it should be five star. Tomorrow, tomorrow everything you've dreamed of, I say accomplishing it, you can never enjoy it. And bro, so many creatives have that. So many, again, people that know their potential hold themselves to high standards have that. Because he was like, I've got to the stand, I have to keep it. And after that, after that 10 seconds, it's like, well, there's a table from United Nations, so back to work kind of thing. But it's like, it's really, yeah. really important to actually be able to be like, rah. I'm, I'm, I'm existing in my dreams somehow. Like I've not reached, you know, the peak of where I want to go. I'm not close. In fact, I'm still at the doorstep, but like, I'm actually on the journey. Mm-hmm. And I think that's an achievement, right? I'm not even, I think I know it's yep. an achievement. So I'm like, I celebrate you, Rankale, whether you celebrate yourself or not. And as dramatic as that sounds, I'm just like, none of this is easy. So once in a while, just be like, and doesn't mean spend your whole life patting yourself <clears throat> on the back. It's get back to work. Like there's mm-hmm. work to be done. But <laughs> be able to pat yourself on the back is important. Yeah. It's important. Um, because I want to, because we've spoken about, I want to quickly shout out somebody that we haven't mentioned at all, Joanna Kahlo, who is basically Christopher Story's like second in command in the show, second writer, director. Mm. And she's, again, she's another person that has worked on some of our favorite things like Hacks and Bojack Horseman and everything. So like everyone here is just talented. Anyway, any final thing? It's difficult for me to say final things, but this is just an amazing... <laughs> you know me, I don't know how to summarize anything. It's just masterfully done. It's a wonderful show. If you haven't seen it, I mean, I think we've, we've convinced you enough. Oh, the Marcus Copenhagen, like, helping a stranger. That yeah. was Bro. And again, I don't know if any other black person can read it. I was holding my breath. I said, what's going to happen? They'll come and say, Marcus is the person that threw this guy on the floor. Like, I was really like, I was like, this is not that kind of show. That but somehow like, my brain still went there. That was the most like Rami stroke, most Atlanta thing the show I'd ever done. Just like, I was just like, yeah, it's like, there's that dread of like, what's going to happen next. It makes sense that Rami, you said directed the episode. Um, Even when Mikey said three things about, three things about Kobe Mega, be Denmark or wherever Kami was that he said. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, sometimes people close to your people in your family get to see you live stuff that they could never 
like that they wanted to, but just were not able to actualize. Yeah. I feel like that was like, that moment was like representative of that. Yeah. The show just does a good job, man. It does. The show just does a good job around. It's a great show. And, um, love and subscribe. (laughs) Um, Okay, well, we're not going just yet. So, obviously, I would like to have a proper recorded conversation with you about all of this at some point. But for now, um, is this taken in particular? What do you... Let me just throw a few questions to you about that. Okay. In the interest of... I'm going to do this because I know you you have the rare medical condition of where you don't like to smell roses when they're giving to you. So, I'm giving them giving your flowers now. So, oh for... Is this taken in particular? What do you... Yeah love most about because when last time you you came here i don't think yeah the show had not started so like what do you love most about the growth about of of this show this is a just the growth of the show in the interest of patting yourself on the back okay i think the crazy thing is that i would have sort of already mentioned um these two things i'm about to say Mm -hmm. but we have this beautiful thing where some people we asked and we're not able to get or we asked and they were not available, or we asked and they said no, and then we have a turnout of them coming back and like wanting to be on the show. I'm like, that's crazy. Um, and that is just like, again, nothing can be bigger. You told them no. Message. Oh, you're bigger now, and that it should, okay. go, it should go somewhere else. Okay. Okay. Um, but I think, yeah, you know, people say keep going, keep going, keep, keep going is hard. Like, hmm. and I just want to make that extremely clear. Keep going is hard. And sometimes you don't even know how to move forward. But as long as you keep going, bro, clarity comes from the process. I always kind of say that. But number two, to the show specifically itself, I obviously do the questions for the show. Um, even the sense of like the ones I know written down, obviously comes from my brain. So I'm there. Yeah. I edit the show. We edit this over like a couple of months. Before we release, I watched... So basically, between when we shoot and edit before we release, I've probably watched the episode itself like 15 times. Because again, I'm very, very detailed, whatever. The show comes out. I watch it today. It comes out. I said this to say like every episode of Is This Is Taken, I've watched maybe like 30 times. I'm actually... I sit down and watch the shows today and I still enjoy them. That's As great. As the person that did it... I'm just like I find that insane. Like it might Why be like you when two out? months. It might be like two months that pass because I just want to see what people are seeing. Like I, I'm, I'm just like I want to put myself in the audience experience. I don't know if that makes sense. For, I like, uh, it, yeah, I don't listen to podcasts when they're out, man. That because I know I will find something that should have cut out or I should have increased the volume here. Even and if it's just right, gonna I make that note. Even if I make that note, but that's what I'm saying. This is the thing. Nothing is final. Oh, this episode was not perfect. Guess what? Then we get it on the next one. Yeah. So I don't yeah. make anything like, because trust me, I'm like you in the sense of that. I mean, actually, the episode, the sound irritated the hell out of me, but that was outside of our control because we shot at 1 a.m. beneath a club. So if you have the original audio, it sounded like, <laughs> so it's just like, again, it's kind of like I said with Josh. There are so many things that even outside of your control will come and fuck up your work. And then what? Are you going to like, I'm just learning to be kinder to myself about all those kind of things and appreciating the standard because the standard is good because that means it's a very high one. And then mm-hmm. when you judge all the work by that standard, even if that's falling short of your standard, on the general standard, you're killing it. So I'm like, it's a good compass, but I don't make it the constitution. You get what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's a good compass, but it's not the constitution. So that's my thing. I'm like, I can, the episodes I haven't watched in six months, I'll come back out. 
like I was watching, I don't know if it's Faust's episode or I was just cracking up. I'm like, this is hilarious. <laughs> like, Hello, I'm, I'm funny. Like, I'm like, it's not even me. I'm just like, as a concept, as a concept, as a if I wasn't product, the yeah. one, I would thoroughly be entertained by this. Like, I was watching the Jamaican thing the other day. I was like, wow, this is just like a very engaging conversation. Like, this is just good. So I feel like I'm really proud of that. Um, but yeah, but obviously it's a lot. It's a lot in general. Um, and I'm proud that somehow we managed to keep going. Mm-hmm. Because money is always a problem. Guests are always a problem. Um, so many things. That should be that should, that should be my personal motto. Somehow we managed to keep on going. Bro, trust me. I was having a conversation with a company for the last five weeks about some work I was supposed to be doing in December. They've ghosted me. Mm. We've, we've had six meetings over the course of five weeks. All these meetings involve decks that I have sat up to maybe three yeah. months of days making. So yeah. it's just like, bro, with this journey, I'm just like learning that, like, listen, I cannot give everything, like, even if it's the appropriate, the appropriate emotional reaction, because I kill myself. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just like you just have to get better at rolling with the punches, right? Yeah. And just view all these things as character building and try and take not every L has a lesson, but don't be so bogged down by self-pity that you miss the lessons from the L that actually have lessons, right? That's just my Ooh, thing. So I'm yeah. like, yeah. yeah. What else? Um, growth, growth, growth. Is this it taking? A lot for, more people come up to me now in real life, in real time, and people that I don't expect. Like, I'm just I mean, somebody in Have you ever got anything free because your host is this is taken? Bankale, you already know that I have. So why not ask me for this question? <laughs> I'm just like... Well, Bankale is quoting like, is that I was in London and I went to buy a donut and then the person in the donut shop watched the show. In London? Yeah, the breadth of people that watch the show surprised me. Like, this man came up to me. I'm sure this man is in his 40s. He was just like, I love your show. I watch it after work to distress. My Uber driver. Like, every time anybody comes, it might sound so silly, but I'm surprised. Anytime anybody... Yeah knows me and says they watch the show so i'm how happy you, how do you feel because i know what i just made you do is uncomfortable for you Actually, i feel fine okay that's good i'm happy i'm happy you, you do feel fine now you, <laughs> i want you to i don't want you to only be Everything comfortable saying, hearing, i want you to hold a mirror to your no, face no 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 let's let's calm down let's do other people first before i focus on myself um okay. <laughs> i want to know not just be comfortable hearing your praise also speak it um yeah. Thank you to anyone Mark, who's still listening. Not feel like arrogant or whatever. It's, yeah, it's well, just, I mean, there's a, there's, a, there's thing a... becomes more public. It feels weird because I feel like before this, I say things, but I know I'm not an arrogant person. Do you get what I mean? I say, babe, your know is different. Once yeah. you have some more confidence, I say, babe, next thing, or more. So I don't know. Obviously, you're just more in your head now because more people are analyzing everything you're doing, even the most casual thing. I yeah. think something the other day, somebody called me Omo Ali, which basically means bastard. So, Bankale, see me see one loud. I'm just like, man, I'm just out here, like, just tweeting like everybody else. Yeah. 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 Anyway, um, I get you. I get you. Don't worry. I, I, and I know several people are very proud of the journey. So, thank you. Well done. Um, to anyone still listening, almost 90 minutes in, um, first of all, I apologize because this became exactly what I expected I don't it to apologize. become. It means you're enjoying yourself. So, yeah, that's true. But this became what I knew it to become, which is two friends therapizing each other and talking about their struggles. But 
I this was a great conversation to be part of. So I hope it was a good conversation to listen to. Um, the best season two is an incredible show. We season two, Bankale. Yeah, it was not what I said. You said the best season three. So I was like, I don't know oh, if you read well, scripts. Season for three, season three will be incredible as well. So that's fine. Yeah. I'm, I'm confident saying that. But no, we've covered one and two kind of this way, like whole episodes. But I think I'll really, really try to do three in a more episodic way, maybe two episodes at a time or three episodes at a time. Um, considering, look, guys, it's the best episode of best show on TV right now. Oh, Charles, where would this where would best. this fall? Where would this fall in your shows of 2023? How the thing is that I've been so bad with shows this year because I'm fighting for my life. So I mean, you've watched one and two. So okay, I'm saying between so, the two seasons. No, as in you've watched Succession and you've watched the best. So I guess it's just between one of which well, one is your one. Sorry, first of all, no, like Succession is goated forever. Okay, yeah, but for, I'm just sorry. <laughs> like, listen, I love the bear down, but yeah. Succession. Please, please, um, let's go. don't get me started. <laughs> That's a don't get me episode. started. Don't worry. Um, we'll get out of here. No, 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 guys, thank you very much for listening. It's close. It's close. It's close. Yeah, yeah. it close. is close. It is close. And then, well, guys, come back next week and find out what my number one is and what my number two is. Which is actually I'm the best. Which one is number one? Which one is number two? I can tell you that they were close, and I've been debating this for 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 days. Um, yeah, but thank you for listening. Please, please go check out Chinasa. It's Chinasa Nukam on YouTube. What's your what's your Twitter handle? Chinasa underscore Anukam on all social media platforms. Yeah. TikTok, Twitter, Instagram. And it's Chinasa Anukam on YouTube. There. Yeah, um, go, go check out her stuff. Um, thank you very much for listening. Like I said, Thanks next week I'll do my top 10. Last week we did top 5 episodes. Feb- I'm not really, I'm at MTV the point of recording. Based. Sorry? Even MTV Base channel or TRL. Yeah. Top 10. Yeah. yeah. No mm-hmm. That's, that's it. Uh, um... I was like going to say, I don't know, at the point of recording, I don't know what we're covering in February, but I'm sure I'll figure it out by now, by then. So, but yeah, please subscribe for the newsletter, rate, subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on Spotify. We're on all podcast platforms. So please check that out. And yeah, join is us this, next it week. It's also on all pod, podcast platforms. That's true. That's Thank true. Thank you, Bankale, for his help on that. So check us out on all podcast platforms. Yeah, they're also well. on all podcast So yeah, if you don't want to, if maybe you don't want to load listen to both data and video do both um, the content is worth the data true so, that is true that is true um, but thank you for listening and the bear is great and join us next week and we'll be talking more TV with Oscar winner Bankali, Daniel Kaluuya yeah but Daniel Kaluuya will be there I know what will be there in my room because it's free Jesus Christ because <laughs> it's free <laughs> oh bye guys <laughs> <laughs>